Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast on Chronicle Live over on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. Joined by action sports writer Lee Ryder, head of Newcastle's game against Spurs. Uh, Lee, another really important game for Newcastle United. Where do you list this in terms of a, a must win? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think we're breaking a bit of a record, aren't we, really, in terms of uh, how many times we've said the, the words must win building up to a game. And uh, this one, is it must win? Well, on paper it is, but if they could get a draw and Fulham lose and then it takes it to another weekend, it's probably not the worst-case scenario. The, the worst-case scenario this weekend is Newcastle suffering a heavy defeat and Fulham getting a win at Aston Villa and, you know, the way things have been going, I think. And the, the fans I've spoke to this week have said, you know, you're almost grateful for small mercies and a point wouldn't be the, the end of the world this weekend because, let's be fair, we're going to probably finish in the bottom five at least this season. So it's not going to, you know, the talk of the top 10 was uh, a long time ago. Obviously, following on from that Brighton game, poor result, terrible performance. It's what we are two weeks after it. Are you surprised that Steve Bruce has got the backing from Mike Ashley and has, has clung on to his job after that game? To be totally honest with you, not really, because while many managers in this position would be in an untenable situation, uh, Newcastle have made it clear that he's, they, he retains the support of the owner. But realistically, is it down to the compensation battle? I'm sure Steve Bruce will say it's got nothing to do with money, but you wouldn't walk away from a big payoff. And Mike Ashley isn't the type of man who likes to write checks for no reason at all. I mean, if it's a seven-figure sum and Newcastle then have to spend more money to get another manager in, it's not the sort of thing that they've been renowned uh, of doing in recent years and it's something that uh, you know leaves Newcastle in a situation where they're in a precarious position in the Premier League. Now given that backing we've got Tony Milner here on Facebook asking if Spurs beat Newcastle on Sunday will, St- will Steve Bruce be showing the door? Well again it goes down to does Mike Ashley see writing a cheque as, as the solution and then having to bring someone else in. It's the compensation and bringing a new manager in versus all the money that you could lose by not being in the Premier League or all the money you could lose by not selling the club. So, yeah, it's a, it's, it's one where unless Newcastle United are completely on the brink of relegation, um, with eight games to go, you, you couldn't say they were on the brink. So, for me, I think even if he got beat at the weekend you know, Fulham don't win, then I think he stays. How was he today in his press conference? Obviously, he's coming into that on the back of that performance and result against Brighton and also the results of Chronicle Live's survey. More than 14,000 people filled it in and 95% said they wanted Steve Bruce to go. It created a reaction from the club. Um, how was Steve Bruce today on the back of it? Well, I think with Steve Bruce... He's, you know, he's he's battered away the criticism throughout the season. It's it's not a new thing. He's he's probably been doing this since they got knocked out of the cup against Brentford, and probably even before last season when he had clashes with uh, you know different journalists at press conferences. So 
he was quite calm, to be totally honest with you. But that that was me sort of instant reaction. He was calm. Um, he is trying to switch the focus to the weekend. The question is really, it's not about press conferences now, it's whether he can get a response from the players or there's a penny drop with the players that they have to get a performance in or they're going to be facing a very, very tough end to the season. This is one of the games where you, you look at them on paper and you don't quite fancy it. But realistically, there's going to be one game that they win where nobody's expecting them to and uh, maybe maybe it can be this one. That's That's the positive way of looking at it. He'll be hoping that there's some sort of reaction from what we saw down at the Amex. And when you look at the comparison to Fulham and the way their players speak about always believing they can beat anyone put in front of them, do you see that same message being delivered to Newcastle United's players? Because I I, I don't quite see it. I know Harrison Reid said after the Liverpool game that Scott Parker goes into every game saying, you know, we can win this game. And obviously Spurs, you put into the same category kind of of Liverpool, that top four, top six sides. Do you think the message on Sunday will be, you know, when you cast United and we can we can beat Spurs if we put our mind to it? Um, I, I think the confidence is low around the squad. There's no doubt about it. And I think Fulham, have, Fulham are just a completely different situation to us. Uh, under very little pressure, even if their supporters were in the ground at the moment, they wouldn't be, um, you know, there wouldn't be protests because they're relatively happy with the ownership. They're happy just to be in the Premier League. Whereas Newcastle United, we all know that the club should be doing a lot better than it is. <clears throat> they shouldn't be fighting relegation after nearly three seasons back in the Premier League. And realistically, um, we all know the, the height of the ambition of where Newcastle could be if, if it's got... If it's looked after properly, if there's finances put in regularly, if everything is right at Newcastle, we know that they can if they can host Champions League football. There's no doubt about it. We've seen it in the past. So that is why the fans, they're not kicking off. Don't get me wrong here. They're not kicking off because they're saying they want Champions League football. We know what how far this club can go if it's in the right hands. And realistically, you know, they shouldn't be where they are. So and that makes it so different for both the teams. You know, the mood around the place is very different. And um, I think, honestly, I think we're talking about Newcastle United's fans' expectations this weekend. They'll be happy with a point. They'll be happy. It shouldn't be right. They will be grateful for a point this weekend because of just where the situation has sort of un- untangled into. Yeah, most well, certainly. In terms of injury news, Lee, there was a bit of positivity I think from Steve Bruce on, on on the return of at least one star player, hopefully for Sunday. Alan St. Maximin uh, has trained well this week, got through a couple of big sessions. Um, he wasn't so hopeful on Callum Wilson, but that could be, let's wait and see. It could be a little bit of mind games. Uh, there's still two training sessions to go. Part of me thinks that Callum Wilson could be a, a substitute uh, at the weekend. That's just my opinion, just from what I've seen in years gone by. And that the fact that he was in and around it uh, says to me that he's, he's, he want to be at least on the bench. Maybe it'll be Burnley next week. We'll have to wait and see. But what a boost that would be when the team sheets drop on Sunday lunchtime and Callum Wilson is, uh, is on the bench because it would just give Newcastle such a big option if things are going wrong. 
on the return of uh, the likes of Wilson and Alan St. Maxman, Steve asks, is it a risk to bring back Wilson and Alan St. Maxman, especially starting? He says, we know we need goals, but could it be too soon and putting them out could risk them kind of, you know, longer term? Well, it, it could do, especially with Wilson with, with the hamstring um, situation and really it'll be down the medical team to say um, how much of a risk it is. Steve Bruce isn't isn't picking players, you know, just on a little bit of hope. He's doing it. He's being guided by a medical team who know the limits of these players and it's very unfortunate what, what happened and the fact that it happened all in one game uh, for Newcastle. But hopefully, if you could get an hour from St. Maximin and half an hour from Callum Wilson, then that would be a successful weekend and it would give them a, a big chance uh, of, of getting something against Spurs. Question here from Barry Sloan. He says, Lee, do you think we'd be in a better position in the league had Wilson, St. Maximin, Almion and Fraser all featured in the same team a lot more this season? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, on on paper, Newcastle have got quite a good team. They've got quite an exciting team if you, if you look at it when everyone's fit. But they just haven't really gelled and people haven't been available at, at certain times. The service to Callum Wilson has been poor. Um, but those players now are, are back in and around it and Ryan Fraser looks in good spirits going into this game. Hopefully he's got enough in the tank after playing for Scotland in the last you know couple of games. And uh, yeah, they've got the room with a fighting chance against Spurs, there's no doubt about it. And uh, if, say, Maximum starts, then that, that lifts people if you've got the sight of Wilson on the bench. And if you can take a little bit of uh, solace from Ryan Fraser's performances for Scotland, then... There are a few, few little straws to clutch on to. The question is about who replaces Isaac Hayden. It's one lots of fans are debating. Uh, who do you think will step in for him? Yeah, I mean, Hendrick is probably the one that a lot of people will guess at because Steve Bruce has had so much faith in, in him. It's almost like he can't do anything wrong, even when he got sent off against Southampton for a ridiculous you know, a couple of yellow cards. Um, he's still found a way back in the team before Sean Longstaff did. For me, you know, it would be Sean Longstaff. He's uh, He'd be chomping at the bits to get back. Um, and Matty Longstaff as well is, is in and around it. So with Isaac Caden injured, then that should be an opportunity for someone. Would that person, would Hendrick be the right person for me? N- not in my mind. Uh, it would be one of the Longstaff brothers, definitely. Yeah, I think that's what Paul is getting at there. He says, do you think Henrik will make way for Sean Longstaff? I see. I think a lot of people would like to see Matty as well, given a chance. It's been a bit bizarre the way he's been used in, in, in certain games this season, especially towards the end of last year. Um, in terms of off the field, Lee, we have Dwight Gale contract news. We have uh, Paul Dummett and the club are, are looking to make a decision on on his future with his contract. And is it ending in the summer and they've got a, an extension to play on that? What do you make of those two bits of news? Well, the Paul Dummett one, I think it, it was only really the last 48 hours that that emerged as a possibility that he hasn't agreed a deal. And a lot of people thought he had a contract until 2022. But if you go back and you have a look at the small print of that contract, it says it, it's a contract that could run until 2022. So the initial duration of that is is up 
in the next two months. Uh, have hasn't agreed a deal just yet. Uh, would it'll have to be? They, they need probably to know what division they're going to be in um, before some of these deals are decided. And Paul Dummett needs to know by the end of the month, end of May. So hopefully uh, he gets one gets what he needs from it. Uh, Dwight Gale, probably worth keeping him on board, in my opinion. He seems happy in the area, regardless of you know what division they're going to be in. I still think he's, he's someone you would you would want on your books, uh, especially if you haven't got loads of money to spend, which we keep being told. It's all right letting these players go, but if you haven't got quality replacements to come in or you're not prepared to spend a lot of money, then you know it could be a... a it could be a nightmare scenario if there's loads of people leaving the summer and they could be all replaced. Do you think Steve Bruce is having any say in these these deals? You know, that the quotes there on Dummett was he says, I believe we have the option to extend. And a lot of people are saying, well, who's making these decisions? Is it, you know, the hierarchy or is it Steve Bruce? So what's, what do you think is happening there? Well, at the end of the day, I'm sure he will offer an opinion. Uh, he's, he's, He's not as powerful as Rafa Benitez was in that he has not got the final say on all transfers. And I would say it's pretty, pretty similar with contracts, but he will have an influence. There's no doubt that, you know, if he didn't have such a good rapport with the powers that be, then he wouldn't be here at the moment, and he is. So I think he will offer an opinion on, on certain players. Um, he certainly made Matty Longstaff wait right until the end last summer for his deal and eventually, you know, he got sat down and I think he, he'd gone two two or three weeks out of contract before he signed a deal. So um they're not they're not gonna bow down to anyone's demands. That's that's how they are. We've got Emma here saying that she hopes Murphy starts on Sunday. I know that's what Gibbo feels as well because I spoke to him earlier about the game and he he would like to see Jacob Murphy start as well. And again, he's another one, Murphy, who's who's got to play for a new deal. Um, do you think he's going to get a chance either on Sunday or in the, in the coming weeks? Well, he made, he's made a difference in the games he's played, so it's whether you see him as a as a starter or an impact substitute. Again, he's someone who's looking for a contract, so he's he's playing for his future. I've been impressed with him this season. Uh, I thought he was actually finished at Newcastle after when he was getting loaned out of championship teams. And uh, I think there was a point where, you know, it turned where at Sheffield Wednesday, where he went from being on the bench to, to being in the team every week. And uh, here he is this season. He's done very well. And for me, again, we don't know what division we're going to be in, but it w- would, I, would I keep him for a small contract? Yeah, of course I would. Um, rather than you know, having to pay big money for replacements. Question here from Roger, and he asks, is it 100% given that Steve Bruce will stay to the end of the season? Um, I guess he means even if Newcastle don't start to pick up points or or just pick up enough points to survive. I think if they stay up, then he'll certainly be here next season because his remit was to keep them up, and that that's why they've done it. If they go down, then I just worry that we go into one of these sort of, um, you know, communication breakdowns, which we've had in summers gone by, where you just hear absolutely nothing from the, the powers that be. And, you know, we, we don't know the, the, the for sale 
signs, you know, they start, you know, being put up again. And for Steve Bruce, if there's an uncertainty about who's owning the club, then that may, may keep him on again. It's it's just going to be one of them uncertain situations. He's not going to walk away. That's what we, we know that for a fact. So uh, as long as he's not prepared to walk away and Mike Ashley isn't prepared to write the check, then, you know, he stays his head coach. But look, at the end of the day, for all this, for all the stick that he's had, he will want to keep Newcastle United in the division. There's no doubt about it. He won't want a relegation on his um, CV. He'll want to keep Newcastle where they are. Uh, he'll want to leave the club whenever that is um, with his head held high. He'll, he'll not want to leave them after a relegation. And that that's the top and bottom of it. So we'll just have to wait and see uh, where they go in the next few games. Do you think, though, that this, the support he's been given by Mike Ashley is that until the end of the season, regardless of results? Or do you think, you know, if they lose against Spurs and then say they go through April, um, you know, and they don't pick up any points, can you see that support starting to starting to, to disappear? Well, you know, it would be down to to Mike Ashley. He's the... It, it would be... For all we talk about, Lee Charnley's presence and the powers that be there at the end of the day, if Mike Ashley wakes up one day and decides that he's had enough, um, then, you know, that would be it. But look, there's there's other ways they could do it. They could, we've seen the, the suggestion of director of football. They could they could move him side, sideways. They could bring Graham Jones in as, 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 as sort of caretaker manager. There's things they can do if they really feel the need to do them. Uh, and that's what they see as a way of getting a response. But at the minute, they, they're looking they're probably looking at the league table. I think we're not in the relegations on the minute. We panicked before. We paid money to get rid of people like Steve McLaren. We then paid even more money to bring in Rafa Benitez and it still didn't work. That will still be fresh in their minds. So not panicking is, is is probably the way they're looking at it at the moment. We've seen quite a few names linked to to the role we've seen in Sean Dyche in the last few uh, days, Eddie Howe, Roberto Martinez was mentioned today. And I guess that still shows the kind of pull in many ways. I mean, Martinez, you know, you know, he's over in Belgium and you've got Sean Dyche who's doing a, a decent enough job at Burnley. So it shows that Newcastle can still maybe be be a pull for some top-class managers despite what happens at board level. They would never struggle to get a manager. And I've, I've, I've seen, when I've done pieces on like who you know, could come in. I've seen people go, oh, who would want to come here? But every manager comes here thinking they can change Mike Ashley. They come here thinking they can achieve success, get the owner to spend a little bit more money. And to be fair, Steve Bruce has got them to spend more money. He's he come in, he, he got them to spend 20 million on a, on a 29-year-old in Callum Wilson. It's Mike Ashley, he wants to be part of it in terms of having a meal with the players, going down the training ground. He wants to feel welcome within the confines of his own club. That's that's what his sort of uh, remit has, be, has been. But he obviously didn't have that when Rafa Benitez was there. It was a silly argument that, that sort of kicked off. But, you know, I think if you do get him in a room and sit him down and, you know, say, if we spend this much on a certain player, then I honestly do think he's receptive to it. And Callum Wilson... Um, was the golden example of that last season. 
got Travis Stevens here saying he would like to play the three local lads in the midfield, the Longstaffs and Elliot Anderson, because they'll fight for us. What is happening with Anderson at the moment? Because obviously he had his debut for was it the under nineteens? If my mind, yeah, under nineteens last last week for England, and he you know he impressed. Do you think we'll start to see him in the in, in the coming weeks? And Steve Bruce will try something new, or will he stick with that experience that he's spoken about? Yeah, well, he's, he keeps mentioning experience, and that's not been a good thing for Elliot Anderson because he could have gone out on loan to to Luton Town and. Uh, in the end, he ended up staying here and, you know, it hasn't really been a good thing for him. Um, he's, he needs game time. He's obviously a big talent. And I honestly think if Newcastle were in the position that they should be at the minute, say they were sitting 13th, 14th now, and they were well clear of the relegation zone, I think these last eight games would be a real opportunity to, to look at Elliot Anderson. Um, but at the minute, I just think it's it's going to be hard for him, especially... Uh, until we get past whatever the, the points mark it needs to be this year, 36, 37, 38, whatever, um, I think it's going to be hard for Anderson. But I do, I haven't said that, if all goes well and they do get those couple of wins, two or three wins, then I do think we will see him get a start before the end of the season. But if things are on the line, then I think uh, he won't take the risk. Put on a question, and there's been rumours, you know, that Steve Bruce could even see his deal extended in the summer if he keeps Newcastle United up. I mean, that given the, the feeling, on, and I know it's just on social media at the moment, and obviously we're seeing the survey results from Chronicle Live, but that would be that would be a bit of a gamble, wouldn't it be, by, by Mike Ashley, given the fact that the feeling is so against Steve Bruce. And when fans eventually get back to the stadium, if you've just handed... Steve Bruce, a new deal of however many years it might be. I mean, that, that's a massive risk because is he then betting on the fans turning in favour of Steve Bruce and saying, you've kept us up, okay, you get a kind of a, a clean slate? Yeah, well, it's it's not just on social media, is it? That's no, that's no. that's the top and bottom of it. I've, it might have been through a face mask, but a few people have told me what they think of the situation. At a safe social distance, I have to have to say it, but they have told me their opinions on Steve and some of them were you know not uh not not too too um impressive but look at the end of the day talk with contract extension it's like well he's still got a year left after this you know that's just saying the complete opposite to what people want to hear and you know it's it's maybe the Easter weekend and everyone's meant to be enjoying themselves so I, I don't want to put a dampener on it by uh, validating such stories like that at the moment just finally then, um, do you think it was the right move by Mike Ashley or to, to show support to Steve Bruce and do it so early as well? To, look, it's not what um, a lot of people wanted to hear. And, you know, we all said it was time for a change, but they came out within 24 hours and said, no, he's going to stop. Was it the right move? So then he, Steve Bruce did get this fortnight to work on the training ground with the players that were still at the it, down, down at Benson. Well, it was... <laughs> I suppose it was a it was a piece of communication that he managed to to get out there very early. But overall, was it the right decision? Only time will tell because they could have done they could have done any of the things we've discussed here, made a bit of a reshuffle behind the scenes, brought in a manager that's available. Um, they could have done a lot more. And at the end of the day, I I, I think that. 
know, the lack of crowds at the moment almost gives them a bit more of a, uh, I don't know what the word is, but, it, you know, there's no, there's no real tension coming from the stands at the moment. I know there is tension out there. I've already spoke about that, not just on social media, but I think realistically going into uh, going into this game at the weekend, had there been a crowd in, I think there would have been quite a, quite a reaction. But, you know, things can turn quickly. You know, you can... You can pick a win up and then get a decent result in the next game and then the tension's eased. We've learned that over the years, so we just have to wait and see. The season has been very disappointing overall. We're nowhere near the position we should be in, given the money that's spent. But by the same token, they have had problems with injuries, with COVID. Um, without the money behind the scenes, they, they couldn't bring anyone in, in in January on a permanent deal. So it's a season that won't be remembered in a... If they did still make DVDs of, of seasons, then I don't think many people would be buying this one as, as it stands. There's still a few games left, though, so uh, we'll see what happens. Just finally then, what do you think the score is going to be on Sunday? Well, that's a that's a great question, really. I, can't, I don't think it's going to be a 6-1 or 7-1 like it used to be in the old days uh, against Spurs. But personally, I think you know the, the fact that Spurs had so many players on international duty and you know they've had a bit of travel in them Newcastle have got a few players coming in being a bit fresher uh, I, I do think they can put a little battle in display I hope they can get a draw at the weekend I really do fingers crossed and a point is obviously better than, than a defeat so hopefully they can surprise everyone and, and maybe even get that win if you had ever a chroniclelive.co.uk you can keep with all the latest Newcastle United news including all the quotes and the analysis from today's press conference and all the build up to the game on Sunday thank you very much for tuning in <laughs>